Hi, my name is Ed Kozell, and welcome to Conversations with Calistoga, a periodic set of podcasts covering events, topics, and people relevant to our community. Today, we're doing something quite different. Attracted by the thermal hot springs and bucolic setting of the upper Napa Valley, Sam Brannan of San Francisco founded the town of Calistoga in 1859. In 1874, he deeded land at what is now the primary intersection of Washington Street and the Berry Street Bridge for the construction of the Calistoga Community Presbyterian Church. Over the coming decades, the town grew and the church building flourished, eventually growing to incorporate 9,000 square feet over three floors. Today, with an aging and diminishing congregation, the church known by the town's residents as the Green Church, has suffered from age and deferred maintenance until reaching its nadir a few years ago. After decades of use nurturing the families of the congregation, as well as providing a home for every facet of community life, such as the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, the Calistoga Food Pantry, English language classes, Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, etc., the church building is now the one in need. On its current trajectory, the vital service that the Green Church has contributed to the Calistoga community will be lost for good. Recently, the Brannan Center, a registered nonprofit corporation, was established to reimagine and improve the existing structure, together with the organization to manage, promote, and run the program as a performing arts venue, as well as a community-based host serving the needs of the Upper Valley Community Organizations. It was said recently at a city council meeting that this kind of project is what Calistogans have always done. The Napa Fairgrounds land in Calistoga was donated to the county by local residents. The response and assistance to Lake County residents after the 2015 and 2016 fires was overwhelmingly local. This four-part podcast will try and present the story of the Calistoga Community Presbyterian Church, the Green Church, and answer the questions why and how this community asset will be preserved and carried forward. The first part is an introduction by Jim Flamson and then Helen Archard, both members of the church and community for decades. Both are very well known in town. Jim has held most positions of respect, ranging from Rotary President to Fire Chief, and Helen took over the Calistoga Food Bank and has run it passionately with inordinate energy and creativity. The second part introduces the Brannon Center Working Group, some of the key people who are behind the establishment of the nonprofit organization that will renovate and operate the facility. The third part will present the vision for the facility, both in architecture and operations and will include some stories from people intimately involved over the years with the Green Church. Finally, in summary, a description of the path forward for this project. In trying to keep the segment short, without doubt, important voices will not be heard, and I apologize in advance. In full disclosure, my wife Sarah and I serve on the board of the Brandon Center and believe this project offers our town and our community a once-in-a-lifetime chance not only the community activities of the past, but those of the future that are important for our youth, our seniors, and the large Up Valley community can and will be supported, including something we have always missed, a venue for performing arts. A large church building offers great acoustics, 
a stage, and room for our community to again gather together in harmony and joy. We long for that day, even now amidst the current crisis. I hope you will enjoy these pieces. With that, let me introduce Jim Flampson. As you know, Ed, I um, grew up in Calistoga. I've been here since 1950, and I was a member of the Presbyterian Church. And I don't have a lot of memories of being a real little child there, but I certainly remember my years with Reverend Ernie Volkman and his two sons, John and Bill. John was a classmate of mine, and Bill was a year younger. And um, we attended church regularly. My father was an elder in the church. Um, my sister was married in the church. My father's funeral was held in the church. Some of my childhood memories, though, go back to... to uh, I can remember that we did Holy Communion once a month, unlike my now wife's Catholic religion that does it every time they go to church. And uh, they served Welch's grape juice instead of wine. And it was always kind of fun when the service was over, John and Bill and I would go to the back of the church and polish off all the rest of the grape juice that hadn't been consumed. So I always looked forward looked forward to communion. Um, I also had the opportunity to ring the bell, and that was a big honor in, in the community, to be able to ring the, the church bell, and we did it every Sunday morning to call the people to worship. As a child, I attended Sunday school, and that was always down in the basement. And there'd be services going on upstairs, and all us kids would be downstairs, usually with Mrs. Archer or somebody like that. And I can remember one Halloween, they turned the basement into a haunted house. And it's probably 10 or 15 steps from the level of the church down to the basement. And unbeknownst to me, I was going to be one of the first ones to experience the haunted house. They had covered all the stairs with mattresses, and they blindfolded me and said, okay, now we're going to go to the basement. And they started walking me towards the basement stairs and then shoved me. And I, I thought I was going to die. I just knew I was going to fall down those stairs, not knowing, of course, that they'd all been padded. And, of course, that was so much fun that when I got done, I asked if I could help push other people off of there, and we did it the rest of the evening. But it was quite the, uh, quite the haunted house. It was a great center for people. I, I, I'm trying to think there probably were 200 parishioners at that time. And um, the church was always being used for other activities in the community. Specifically, as a Cub Scout, I attended PAC meetings in the church. Uh, when I became Scoutmaster in 1988, I had my first Eagle Court of Honor there in the church. So it was kind of the community center at the time, and and just wonderful memories of, of being part of that. And um, I'm not sure when it was that Reverend Volkman retired and, and we got a new pastor, but over the years, of course, I've kind of fallen out of being part of the congregation. It's nice to hear that things are happening that are going to bring that building back into the community. I'm real happy to hear that. So this is Helen Archard. Uh, I, I've been a member of the church for 65 years. There's been a lot of changes in that time, but the church has always wanted to serve the community. And I've thought of some things that maybe not everybody knows about. Uh, one of them is, for years, we have allowed parents from dropping off their kids to the elementary school to park in our parking lot and then walk their children over. And this seems like a small thing. It doesn't interfere with anyone else's use of the parking lot. But it would make a difference uh, if all those parents had to pull their cars up in front of the school. 
So that's one of the many ways that we have tried to serve the community. We've had ESL classes and Head Start for a while and Zumba classes in the basement. And the big thing important to me has been the food pantry, which is was there for many years. And we have to lock up food when, it, when we're not giving it out. So the basement of the church was very good for that. But we are delighted to have the Brandon Center group take over because we are simply not up to maintaining the building anymore. And, and have the group wanting to continue the history of uh, service to the community because we, when we were all younger, we did a lot of things in the community running organizations. And we can't do that anymore, but we realized our biggest asset was our church building. And so we have always wanted to be able to have the building serve the community. And we are delighted that the Brandon Center Group is going to follow in that tradition and keep the church going as uh, the church building going as a community center. Thank you so much. The restoration and transformation of the Green Church into Calistoga's Brandon Center needs your help and financial support. If you are interested to continue the legacy of this building and community, we can provide more information. We need and ask for your support. Contact us online at brannoncenter.org or send email to engage at brannoncenter.org. Again, that's engage at brannoncenter.org. Thank you very much for your time.